0: Greetings fellow travelers. The Road to Empowerment is paved with, well, that's what we're here to find out. And while we're at it, what about all those potholes? Welcome to the Road to Empowerment. Your host, Marla bolak here with Lana Makara. Let's hit the road. Award-winning author and spiritual advisor, Lana Makara is the host of Now It's My Turn where the 50-plus woman awakens her spark and enjoys her life on the Awake TV network. She works with people to help them roll back the clock on how they feel in mind, body, and spirit. Welcome, Lana. Thank you, Marla. Thank you so much for having me today. Oh, thanks for being here. So we're we're in the launch period, so this will be quick, and we'll get right to it. So if there's anything you want to add to your introduction or, you know, do that and let us know how you've ever seen yourself as victimized and how you became empowered.
1: Oh, wow. What a big topic. I mean, I can write a whole book on that, <laughs> on that one thing, right? Um, yeah. yeah. Maybe you um, should. <laughs> Actually, I'm in the process of doing just that. Um All right. Yeah, what wasn't in my bio is I'm the author of 30-plus books, and uh, my books have sold about a million copies, and I go straight for people. And so when you talk about writing a book, you know, that's, that's what I do. Um, All right. But my story really started when I was 13 years old, and my mother remarried. Uh, my dad had only been out of the house for um, – About, uh, I think it was about a month, three or four weeks before she brought in someone else. And uh, she married him uh, about a week after the divorce was final. Um, So it was a big transition for me at 13. Yeah. But um, what happened was about, I don't know, a month after that or six weeks after the wedding, um, my stepfather spanked my little sister because she wanted her nightlight on. Hmm. And... You know, at 13 years old, I was the oldest child, and my world was just turned completely upside down, and I knew at that moment that I was in trouble, that we were all in trouble, and that wow. the world was going to be not a fun place to be, um, and I actually uh, snuck out of the house. I snuck <laughs> I out of the house at 2 o'clock in the morning. At 13. After, <laughs> at 13, after all that, you know, stuff had gone down. Yeah and I stood in the front yard. We lived in the country. Um, and I stood in the front yard and looked up at the sky and I said, um, I told God, uh, this is too hard. I I can't do this. I I just can't do this. And, um, you know, in that moment, I, I really developed two core beliefs. Number one, um, that I wasn't enough. And number two, that I was unloved and unlovable and, uh,
0: that was in the eighth
1: grade, and I started on a path of overachieving from that point on because I felt like I had to prove myself. I had to prove I was enough. I had to prove I was good, um, and so that behavior lasted until I was uh, more than 50 years old. It lasted for the next 40 years.
0: It um, happens. We carry stuff for a long time.
1: Yes, yes. Some we carry us, it for- I know I have. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all do, don't we? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We all do. So that was my victim story, you know, and that that took me far down the rabbit hole, you know, because I kept bringing things into my life that kind of confirmed what I, you know, my, my belief. Right. Then confirming and confirming.
0: Right. I also think they're triggers to help you, those feelings come up so now you can address them because at 13, what are you going to do?
1: Yeah, there was nothing to do, but just go through it, you know. Yeah.
0: I mean, even Um, running out of the house at, you know, two in the morning. (laughs) Yeah, I I
1: snuck back in. Nobody ever knew that I was gone, but Mm. I just felt like I had to get some air. I was suffocating um, in my room. And um, yeah, so that started a whole chain of events, you know, and I don't even need to tell you uh, what life was like for the next uh, years until I went to college, you know, so um, it wasn't easy and it didn't stop then because my stepfather and my, my mother were married for 23 years um and it even went into my children after I started having children my own things oh, happened wow. yeah it was just a bad really bad situation
0: and and how did you respond I mean is there any like specific like pattern that you had or thoughts that you had to to you know how how do I get out of this because you're not I mean I've known you for a while I mean it's be a little bit beyond, um, I guess a little bit after the time frame that you're talking. But you know, you don't strike me as someone who's, who 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 feels like a victim or who presents as a victim with that mentality. Um, oh, but of yeah. course, we can be victimized, irrespective of that, right?
1: We could, yes, we could. Um, but. What I, what I did, it went in two phases. The first phase was I figured it out. You know, I had this mm-hmm. mental thing going on. Like I've got to be on high alert. I've got to just vet everybody and everything to make sure that they're okay and they're safe. And, mm-hmm. and I had a lot of anxiety and I stayed on edge all the time. Uh, of course I married someone who kept me in victim mode,
0: mm-hmm. um, you know,
1: for all those years, but when I got a divorce and I got away from that environment and I separated myself from my family too, um, I just had to come away from it in order to heal myself. And at that point, I started to work with a life coach. I started to check into some of these things, these stories that I was telling myself. um, And I got help. And it was uh, just in deconstructing the the core belief those two core beliefs i'm not enough and i'm not lovable right that helped me to come beyond that and, and what i found was um, my validation has to come from inside of me it, it doesn't come from someone else
0: that's right yeah yeah i mean outside helps to you know at little crutches but basically it's you gotta internalize that
1: absolutely because even when people praised me you know i won a national award for my writing in 2001 It kind of just slid off my back, you know, Mm. and people say, oh, you've done so much, you've done so much, but I didn't feel it in my soul. I didn't feel that. I just kind of let it slide off and it wasn't until later, you know, far later that I looked back and went, you know, I did way too much.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Way too much is never enough. I know. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I could have calmed down a little bit.
1: But here you are. It helped you get where you are. Absolutely. I think every stage of the journey has its own place and, and should be honored for that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So, um, so you, you were truly victimized as a child. You carried that with you forward and you, you became aware of it. You, you developed these defense mechanisms. You became aware of it. You got help and here you are today, and you're actually helping other people now. Oh, yes. I'm a
1: clinical hypnotherapist um, and a spiritual advisor, and that's what I love to do. I love helping people reframe their situation, take it, take it from a different perspective, mm-hmm. because we have that choice. We can always reframe it and, and come from a different perspective and make ourselves feel better and uh, move forward with hope instead of depression and and blaming and all those negative uh that negative self-talk you know that we we do in our head we can step away from it we have that ability and realizing that one truth transformed my entire life i used to get angry when people would say oh you can just you know think about it a different way and i would say no it's the truth (laughs) and
0: i would defend my position (laughs) Well, <laughs> I think that um you know for me I think reframing is a great thing but it has to be reframed in a way that you can believe it and it's not just like oh just decide and and yes. boom like magic you're done i mean maybe mm-hmm. for something small but for these big deep things that you're you're talking about i think that it it makes people feel worse like why can't i just change it but finding little steps to reframe and going up that, that ladder or, you know, whatever step you can take, it's really, I think a fabulous tool.
1: Oh, it's a tool. And that's the thing. It can be learned. Yeah. It can be learned. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's so great about it. It doesn't happen automatically,
0: but once you get the tools. Yeah. And, and and you use them and, um, I, th- I think that really is the, is a key for people. It's not a switch necessarily, but it's whatever steps you can take and just, but you got to keep on applying them
1: Yes, absolutely. and then move
0: towards um, what it is that you, you want. And in, in, we're talking empowerment. And mm-hmm. that's really, I think kind of the power to do what you want, the power to be who you are in a, in a, you know, difficult world.
1: Yes and and you might think you have it uh all lined up. You know, I did. I thought I had it all lined up and then in 2017, uh I got I got sidelined. You know, I got I what do you call that? sideswiped or you know, blindsided. I think Blindside. blindsided. Yeah. yeah, blindsided that's the word. Um and I had a big meltdown. Um and I and I came out of that and I went, "Oh my goodness, I you know, I thought I was totally good. I thought I was totally healed. And and then I had this huge meltdown. Well, you know what? That came up so I could realize this little segment over here, this little pocket of, of information still needed to be uh, transformed
0: and uh, reframed. Yeah. It's like peeling an onion. I mean, I remember when, <laughs> naively, I went off to college when I was 18 across the country and I came back for, for Christmas break and I thought, oh, I, you know, I, I'm a big girl now. And as soon as I walked into the house, there are the triggers. And I was devastated because I thought, Oh, I've gone through this for 18 years. My dream was to leave the house and be on my own. And I, I, I mean, I sort of was, I put myself through school, but here I, here I was back, um, just for a winter break for three weeks and boom. And I just realized at that point, um, uh, I felt lost and it's taken me a long time to over, you know, overcome a lot of things. And each challenge is there to help you. That's, you know, it's an opportunity. And, um, I happen to know you had some opportunities in 2019. So.
1: <laughs> a lot of opportunities. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I think we do that kind of, it goes kind of in cycles, doesn't it? We we have smooth sailing yeah. for a while, then all of a sudden you hit the Rockies and <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I, I think it's when you're ready. I mean, Michael Rice says when, you, when you, you reach a certain level of vitality and then you something can hit now, something else can hit you. And so it feels like a setback, but it's really because you've gotten to a certain place. Now you can handle more.
1: Yes. Yes. So,
0: Absolutely. So we've come to the end of this. this was, that went fast. <laughs> I know you have a TV show. And I'm sure our listeners would love to hear about that. Can you please tell us some more about that and you know, how they can find you, that sort of thing?
1: Oh, that would be so, uh, so great. I I am the host of the TV show for 50 plus women. It's to help 50 plus women get a fresh outlook, new perspective, get some energy and optimism and and head into this uh, phase of their life with this renewal of purpose and power. And so it's called Now It's My Turn and it's on the Awake TV network. The link directly into the show is TV. Uh, when you get into the network, don't be afraid because you have to put in your email address to get inside, just like Netflix. Um, mm. But the show is live every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. And if you come in at that time, you get to watch for free. You don't have to pay. Um, if you come in later and you want to watch the replays, it's uh, it's $9 a month subscription. But um, it is alive that show is absolutely alive. And I I really would invite anyone who's 50 plus and a woman to come over there and get involved and uh, join us on Facebook too. If you go to now it's my that's the Facebook group.
0: Cool. So I'm going to put the, some links for you in the, in the show notes. And um, since this is the launch, I'm not quite sure where that is, but we'll, (laughs) I'm sure uh, we'll get them there. And people can always contact me if, if they want to, if, they can't find it. And I just want to thank you so much for, for being here and being a part of the launch.
1: Oh, thank you for inviting me. I appreciate it. It's always a pleasure to talk with you, Marla. Thank you.
0: Likewise. And uh, maybe we'll do it again for a longer time when we can have a longer (laughs) chat. (laughs) Absolutely. All right. Bye. -bye. Bye. many thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to see this podcast reach more people, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Well, that's all folks. Until next time, when we meet again on the road, the road to empowerment.